Hello, everyone. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. everyone welcome to another episode of the dangerous rise podcast in today's episode we have risa turasia risa is an author blogger and literature advocate spreading positivity through writing our main subject for today's conversation is advocating through literature risa welcome to the show so nice to meet you today hi and thank you so much for having me and i'm so excited for this episode just yeah I'm so glad that you are with me today. So to begin with, would you like to tell us how you got started as an author and what inspires you? Right, so I had always pretty much been of an avid reader. So I think it was my early on interest in reading that brought me into writing as well. And I remember as a child, I used to think to myself that one day I'm going to see my name on a published piece of work. And it was just this dream that I had to right and i think yeah and i my grandmother also used to n- narrate stories to me every night so that's how my love for stories began so yeah just those meets to with my own love for reading led me to be a writer that's really amazing and it's great that you have a passion you know people other people have other passions personally i could never you know put myself in a position to be a writer for now because i don't think that they have an inspiration to write things but they have inspiration to explain things or to present things and it really depends and for you the passion is writing and that's great you have already published three novels before we get into the stories behind them i would like to ask what makes a novel such a unique writing style so i think what stands apart novels is its permanency So a novel is there for last. Once it's published, it has its own ISBN. It's there for the world to see forever. And I think another thing about writing that sticks out to me is that my work is going to stay beyond me. Even when I'm gone, I will have left a piece of content that will stay for centuries and years to come. And that's why I believe that novels are the best way for that. And though they might be a lot more time-consuming and harder to write, that just makes it that much more gratifying and fun in my personal opinion that's really interesting and i was wondering why novels and just another writing style for your published books so i initially didn't start off with the novels so my first novel tales of twin twins is actually just a tropis or a compilation of essays poems and things i wrote as a child So I didn't in initially just start off writing the novel. It just kind of grew. And then once I got in the hands of it, I became acquainted with publishing. That is when I started working on my second novel, which is a proper fiction story. So obviously you can't 
just sat up one day and write a novel. You have to start from somewhere. And I, I think, as I mentioned before, the thing about novels is that they're there to last. And yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Now, you have written your first novel at the age of 11 years old with the title Tales of Twinking Pins. What is the story of that novel? So, I actually used to run a blog on Facebook through my mom's account called Rishas Thornul. And it just blew up and I had a lot of readership on that. And I'd always dreamt of writing my own novel. So, one day my mom just suggested me that why don't you write one? You've always been talking about it. You go on and on about it. So just do it. And at that age, I didn't even know that you could publish at 11. But then my parents educated me on that, that it is in fact actually possible and that there's no age limit to write. So that's when I started compiling my articles, my essays, my poems, and all these things I'd done as a child into one massive piece of work. And I also included a lot of exercises in it to kind of um, relate to the teen audience as well. So my first novel is basically just a bunch of poems and short pieces, real life incidences, experiences, travelogues that I'd written as a child compiled into one. So like your parents said, go follow your dreams, you followed your dreams and you came with an amazing result in the end. Which is like, I, I found that this is a unique type of novel because it's not, it's, it's a fiction story, but like there are different texts that are combined and they create, you know, a final result that people can explore and maybe find themselves or identify with the characters inside this novel, right? So, and the novel also kind of explores every aspect of teenage life. So be it schools, friendship, bullies, um, your family. So it, it is these little things that make teenage what it is. And personally, teenage is the time between ages 9 to 12. And it's a very confusing age. So you're neither a kid anymore, nor you're an adult or a teenager. So it's a very confusing time. And I was a pretty much, pretty much lost child at that time. So I also wrote this novel as a handbook for tweens to guide them through those years, since I didn't have that. You have touched on some very important, you know, social problems that exist today. And, like, I was wondering, like, when you're writing about bullies, for instance, were you ever, you know, in a position that you were accepting bullying from people around you and you had any, you know, this experience that you express throughout this novel? Right. So the experience that I've shared in my novel is actually of my best friend, who was a new student in the school, and she couldn't kind of intermingle with the crowd, and she was kind of uh, isolated, and she was my best friend. So it's her story and of her bullies. But then also after my book came out, I, I personally was bullied as well by my own peers for my novel. So... What hurt me at that time was was that this piece of work that I'd put my heart and soul into for the past eight months was now being made was now mocked at by my own friends and peers. So yeah, that was a pretty um, daunting experience. That was an intense story. Yeah, like kids sometimes can be rude 
maybe they don't understand or they do understand and it can be bad for no reason. And then we translate this as being a bully or being bullied by someone. It is, you know, it provokes many problems to kids, to people around the world. It's really, really sad. Now let's move on to something more interesting. Was it difficult to get started with writing and even, I don't know, have you signed a deal with a publishing company? I'm saying that because I'm imagining that publishing a book is not an easy process. You have to take an ISBN, you have to triple check every sentence and even verify the pagination multiple times. Ugh, what a nightmare for me. What was about you? It was pretty much, so with my first book, I didn't actually get into the technicalities of it that much since I was 11. I didn't know how it worked. All I did was I finished my manuscript and I handed it over to my parents and then they looked after the entire publishing process. But with my second novel, I was a lot more heavily involved. So I made a list of all the publishers in my country, India, and I emailed them and then I got like zero responses. So... (laughs) Of course... Of course. <laughs> but then I didn't give up. I re-emailed them and that is when I got a few responses. And that is when I signed a deal with my current publisher for my second novel cruise. But then that just sort of was a blunder. And then it just completely exploded into a mess. And yeah, the publishing process has not been a very comfortable or friendly experience for me so far. But I'm learning and growing. And that's what makes it interesting as well. Of course, you're learning through the process. And I believe that, you know, every limit that you find in your way, uh, it makes you, you know, stronger and finding solutions to these problems. In the end, you will be a better, a better writer, a better human. And however, maybe uh, you could, I don't know, could you publish the books on your own? somehow yes so uh, there is this concept of self-publishing wherein as the name explains you self-publish your novels so i I actually did that for my first novel tales of country and queens and we signed a deal with india's biggest self-publisher notion press so you basically pay the publisher to publish your novel and so the marketing the distribution is all on you So it is honestly the most challenging route that you can take as an author. But then, as I mentioned before, the publishers aren't that open to new writers as such. They prefer people with an already established readership since they don't want to put them money on a person that they're not sure of. And a child is just that. So self-publishing is, I think, the ideal way to go for new authors. Hmm. And what about marketing yourself? Like... I don't think that you wake up one day and yeah, you have 1,000 sales in your book. How does this work? Like, if you were on a publishing company, I suggest that they may have their own network, you know, sharing or adding, you know, book titles to different, you know, materials and media. But if you are, you know, a self-publisher, how do you do that? So I think what the most important tool for any self-publisher is social media and that's what I do as well it's just having a very very strong presence on Instagram and LinkedIn primarily so I've just the entire marketing 
that I've done for myself and for my novels has been through social media. And social media just allows you to meet people across the world like I am talking to you and connecting with opportunities globally. And it is such a great tool if you use it right. It's all just about using your resources, right? And also, I also tabbed into the offline market. So I toured libraries and schools and literally events in my city as well. So I connected with these people in my city and then also made sure that I was very active on social media. This is wonderful. And for more time through social media, you can you know connect with the world. It has the advantages and some disadvantages. But this is a subject for another episode, I guess. But for now, let's move on to your second book with the title Truth. What is all about? So truth basically means peace. And it's the story of five friends, Tia, Ron, Udit, Kaira, and Eddie. And that's where you get the title truce as well. And each one of them has a specific issue in life, such as self-esteem issue, imposter syndrome, body image issues, trust issues, health issues. And it's their story of overcoming their problems and rediscovering yourselves to becoming more confident young adults. And it's their journey through friendship and relationships and love and how love evolves them into the best versions of themselves and pulls them out of rock bottom to the top of the world. Your third novel is called To My Homies, which is a story of a group of troubled teenagers who explore adulthood and through the power of friendship, they overcome the obstacles in their lives and blossom into confident young adults. And right now you're in the process of writing your fourth novel. How is it going so far? It's been a completely different experience since I'm now in the 11th grade. And with the academic responsibilities piling in, I started to find time for writing. And I've also been traveling a lot for the past few months. So the schedule's just been very hectic. So while it's been a struggle, it's been a lot more challenging. I'm just trying to go piece by piece and do as much as I can. And yeah, it's been a very challenging experience so far, to be honest. Thanks for touching on to the timing management subject. Because I, I always wanted to ask, how, how much time does it take to create, you know, to write a novel? Like, it really depends to the story. But... And it's also a personal experience. But what about you? So my first novel was quite a breeze. So I finished that in about six to eight months. And with with my second novel, since it was a fiction novel, and you had to draft the entire story, the character development, the plots, and everything, it took a lot longer. So it took about a year. And then my third novel was kind of along the same lines. So it took about... Um, 11 months on an average but now my fourth one since I've just been all over the place I've just been all over the place it's been a year and a, and a half since I've been working on it but it's still in the works so I'm assuming that by at least by the time I graduate I will have it done I wasn't you all the best thank you right now what are some actions that you take as a literature advocate for youth so I run a blog on Instagram that's called Straight From My Pen and that's what I use to advocate for reading among the youth and I also work on financial literacy and I do uh, 
events and panel discussions and interviews such as these to just spread my voice and my story to encourage the youth to read since reading has been something that has changed my life and it has made me who i am today and to see today's youth drifting away from that just really really disappoints me so that's what just through social media primarily i'm just trying to influence the youth to read here at the Gender Trace Podcast, we are great supporters of such such actions and accounts, of course, because this helps to you know spread different messages across the world that they deserve to be to be heard from other people and they maybe bring a positive impact or could help someone to explore something new and you know start a new project, start a new life. And this is the goal for us, I guess. What is your favorite quote? I have a lot, but my favorite one is fall down seven, stand up eight. I don't remember who's written it, but I remember reading it in a novel about a week ago. And that just really stuck out to me. And then another one of my favorite is growth over company that says, uh, yeah, it's, it's just growth over company. Thanks for saying these quotes. And uh, like, uh, I'm, I do love quotes, actually. I, I don't have many, but, you know, they're my favorite ones. I have one that, you know, makes me, you know, keep going in my life. It's one from Steve Jobs saying you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And you have to trust that somehow they will connect in the future. But regarding this, with the Change Maker Z app, we have a dedicated quote section where you can find different quotes from users that they're using the app and, of course, from the editing team of the Gender Spice podcast and the Change Maker Z. And this is a great place to find some inspiration. Thanks, Risa, for sharing your quotes as well. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to share with us today? What I'd like to share through, I believe, this platform is just Something that I've noticed in a lot of young change makers as well is that they often underestimate yourself, uh, themselves. And that is something that I've done myself and I didn't believe in my abilities when I started off. And I, I was actually shy to promote my work. And that is a blunder I've made in the past and, and I don't want future change makers and the youth to repeat that. And it just... One piece of advice that I give is to just believe in yourself because the way you perceive yourself is the way the world perceives you. So if you have a very, very strong sense of self, the world will value you too. Yeah. I guess that they not only underestimate themselves, but also sometimes they don't feel so confident about what they have created and what you know they wish to sell with the world. I'm saying that because personally, when I started this podcast, well, I didn't have the best pronunciation. I was scared about, you know, comments, what people were going to say. And then I found out that I was so happy when creating this podcast, when I had this conversation with all these amazing people from around the world, creating connections. And I said, oh yeah, I don't care about anything I don't care about what everyone else is saying. I do care about what I'm doing and what I'm offering to this world. This is part of my legacy and this should be the way of thinking of every change maker because whatever you're doing, even the little the little thing that exists, you're making a change. Maybe 
Even if you are sharing an article with your friend and he opens that article, maybe he's going to be touched about the subject of the article. And this is a change. This is a change. Right, so thank you for joining us on this insightful journey of being a teen author and of financial literacy. Thank you, Risa, for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me and giving me this wonderful opportunity. And just, yeah, thank you. It was our pleasure. Thank you for listening and we look forward to bringing you more engaging content in the future. Remember, writing and expression is a force to be combed with and together we can redefine what it means to be an impactful writer. Let's really do this. Thank you for listening and we look forward to bring you more engaging content in the future. Remember, writing and expression is a force and together we can redefine what it means to be an impactful writer. But until next time, do not forget to change the world. Bye! Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure to leave us a review. If you want more Changemakers content, you can follow us on Instagram at Gen Zers to Rise and on Facebook at Changemaker Z. Please.